are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. Another day, another week, another month in quarantine, people. Another month. Can you believe it? Yeah, I can. I'm pretty sure the whole rest of 2020 is canceled. So, yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's like... I mean, I really wasn't expecting, I knew 2020 was going to be a shit show, but this is just shit. I mean, this is fucking crazy. I'm just hoping by my birthday, by Leo season, things are really going to open up and I'll be able to have an Aperol spritz while, you know, brunching or something. Like on a scale of one to 10, how pissed would you be if we couldn't celebrate your birthday? Uh, Like one million. Really? yeah my birthday is my favorite day of the year and don't get me wrong like I'll figure out a way to celebrate anyway but I'm the type of person like if I want to do something and I'm not allowed to do it it just makes me want to do it more so even if I wasn't I probably wasn't gonna have like a celebration like this year but now I want one just because I can't have one (laughs) you know I guess I mean I don't know. I just no offense. I I mean I'm 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 trying to be hopeful, but I just don't see this summer like us actually having a summer. I know. Well, I found uh, my new beach, which is my rooftop. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, it's not what you think, people. It's not this cool New York City rooftop. No, it's literally just concrete, like <laughs> silver concrete. It looks like the fucking Tin Man up there. <laughs> But it will do because you get such a crazy tan when you're up there and it's so quiet and so nice. And I bring like my little speaker. I bring my linen blanket. I pretend like, you know, I'm in Italy somewhere and I just chill out there. So, I mean, eh, if you want to social distance with me on the roof all summer, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, I got to get a tan. I just I'm starting to look like a albino beached whale over here. Oh, no, girl. Every morning for 20 minutes when it's nice outside, I literally go, I sip my tea, I journal, I just sit there. You know what I've been doing? I've been bird listening. Oh, my God. Is that a, it's like a thing. Like, I don't bird watch. Like, I like to listen <laughs> oh <my> to them. <laughs> Lord, if our listeners are ready, don't think you're crazy from last week's episode. We just lost everybody now. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe the feedback we got on my eating habits. I for sure thought that I was super normal, but apparently I'm a little loca. I don't know. Just a little. But now you're listening to birds. I'm listening to birds. Oh, my God. And just FYI for everybody to know, I got the greatest news this week. So I somebody rang my doorbell and guess who it was. Oh, the great dragon delivery man personally handing me a menu saying we're open again. Oh, they personally came to your home? They personally delivered a menu to my home to let me know that they are open again. I literally can't wait to meet them at your wedding. I really can't. Honestly, they're some of my favorite people. Like, I'm so excited. I've been counting down the days to have Great Dragon again. And I'm finally going to have it this week. And I think I'm just going to have to record myself eating Chinese food so you guys can see more of my weird eating habits. I can't. I Just stop. Please stop. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. But this week was an amazing week because as a family, we received incredible news, right? Oh, yes, that's right. To our little cousin, Daniela. Congratulations on your engagement. Congrats, Danny and Jamie. She's like, I mean, she's not the baby, but she was the baby for a really long time, especially while we were growing up. Like, she was kind of like the end until like our next cousin was born. Yeah. And it's like, She's getting married. Like, the baby's getting married. Yay. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Yay. Congratulations. We're so happy for you. And, I mean, I can't wait, especially for this quarantine to be over, because we have so many celebrations and now this new one. And, uh, I mean, who doesn't love love? Right? And all these, like, great things are happening. See, as shitty as this quarantine has been, we're getting, like, a lot of great things to celebrate. So many great things. That's what I, I honestly, like, looking back, like, 15 years from now, like, we'll all be sitting, like, at Cousins Day or, you know, Christmas Elfster. We'll be like, remember, like, during quarantine? But now we have, like, such beautiful memories because, like, Danny got engaged and, like, you know, all these, like, good things are happening during this, like, crazy chaotic time. And it's just going to be so nice to reflect upon it. And I cannot wait to freaking celebrate everybody. 2021. I feel like everybody is just going to be fucking drunk the entire year. We have a lot of catching up to do. We have so much catching up to do. I hope this coronavirus is over with by June 6th. I heard New York got extended and and New Jersey's extended. But honestly, I feel like once this is all over, we're all going to appreciate life and each other and champagne just so much more. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, to be honest. It's just... We have a lot to look forward to, so we just gotta we just gotta keep trucking this this freaking I guess ride if that's what you want to call it. It's a terrible ride, but we just gotta yeah. keep going. Just gotta keep going, people. Stay on it. Yeah, and you can do that by taking your goalie daily, people, because Goalie Nutrition is an inventive, people focused nutrition company driven by the belief that happiness and wellness go hand in hand. All of their products are created to complement today's active lifestyles. organic, vegan-friendly, and gluten-free. They contain absolutely no preservatives, no chemicals, or artificial ingredients. Goalie apple cider vinegar gummies enhance energy, helps manage weight, promotes a healthy heart, supports healthy digestion, and boosts immunity. And we have a very special code just for our amazing chatters. So you go, you buy your goalie, you go to checkout, and you put in discount code LUNCH box chats for a special offer only for you guys again that's lunch box chats go get your goalie go get it guys um so just side note can we just talk about the freaking weather that's been happening this past week like i can't i mean oh my god you know what just actually popped into my head what's that like weird word that you used to use with the weather me Uh, yeah like oh my god with the wind Oh, Swale? A Swale. Yeah. I fucking can't. What? <laughs> I, it just popped in my head, like, when you taught me about the word Swale. Oh, swale. Yeah, well, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know. Wait, did it snow by you? Um. So, apparently, I think it did. I didn't see any of it until, like, I opened, like, my eyes and saw you girls' text message this morning. And, of course, Essie's like, it's a tundra. And I'm like, what the fuck is like you think i would know words because i'm a 32 year old woman i'm like what's a tundra 
<laughs> she's like it's fucking cold outside yeah it's well i'm super dramatic i hate 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 being cold I, but the problem is i'm always cold so um yeah so i just don't understand why it's snowing first of all the whole beginning of the week it was like uh it was just raining raining and raining and then it was just yeah. like dreary and depressing and then we had like one nice day of like good weather and now it's fucking snowing and i'm just thinking to myself like for real people like Oh, wait, shout out to all the mothers out there for Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Yes, side note, happy Mother's Day to all the moms, the fur baby moms, all the plant moms, all the step moms, all the god moms, like any type of mom. Happy Mother's Day. We love you. Thank you for all that you do. Yes, happy Mom's Day to them. So I'm thinking to myself, what a shitty, like, way. It's gonna be free. It was freezing for Mother's Day. Like, I just, I can't. I don't know. I don't know what's happening in this world, but. This quarantine is testing all sorts of seasons in, in a short pe- period of time. And I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand how it's May and it's snowing. Seriously, we've literally lived through all four seasons in quarantine. Yeah. Like, who can say that? I know. Like, I mean, yeah, May, snow, like, no. That's, this is just so crazy. Although, I saw a thing on the news the other day where, like, in 1920-something, um, the record low was like 30 something or the record high was like 30 something degrees. So it's actually a lot. um, It's warmer or colder. I don't know. It's the same weather as 1926, basically. Well, I don't like it and it needs to stop because my other problem with this quarantine is, is that so as I'm going to work, you know, it's usually when I see this, I don't know about you, but I am getting more and more angry at the, (laughs) at the people that I pass by when I'm driving the people who are in their car wearing gloves and masks. Yes. Can we talk about this for a second? Because I really, I've seen this this entire week because I was driving around and I don't understand it either. I'm like, why do you still, okay, gloves. I can't even justify gloves because if you're touching the outside of your vehicle, why would you want to bring that filth inside of your vehicle unless you put on new gloves and now that's just like your new car uniform? But like, why are you wearing a mask inside your car? No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm disagreeing with you. I you can't justify the gloves inside the car. either. I just can't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. And like the mask inside the car really pisses me off because what are you doing? What What's in your car that you have? To, like, uh, why? Why are you doing that in your car? It's just you in your car. I know. So the only way I can justify the gloves in the car is if you mistakenly touch something from the outside and then you touch your steering wheel and now you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to drive like this until I can get home, Lysol it, because I don't want to like I don't want my bare hands to touch the steering wheel. That's the only way I can justify it. But like a mask inside your car with your windows like all the way up, like what? Right. I don't get it. I, I don't I don't understand it. Those people are really pissing me off. I see you and you piss me off. Yeah. You know what else I'm actually seeing which kind of upsets me? The people who get just crazy angry in this crazy rage about people not wearing masks outside like look people i get it we're all supposed to wear masks right now but there's no need to go on instagram and do a whole four minute story about how angry you are with people not wearing masks it's like we get it like you know it's their individual choice not to wear a mask but it's like you don't need to go on this full fucking rant about it yeah i agree yeah they're getting more and more dramatic 
Yeah, people, I think people are, like, starting to, like, lose it, and they're just going a little crazy, and I mean, I think now, if you're not wearing a mask in public, like, you can get a summons, which is actually, it's a little crazy to me. I'm not gonna lie, though, there's been a couple of, like, two or three places, not, I swear, it wasn't intentional, just, I just forgot, like, I literally get out of my car and, like, halfway in the parking lot, wherever I was going, I'm like, holy shit, I turn around and go back in my car to get the mask. Like, I genuinely just forgot. And not, again, not for any reason. I just forgot. Yeah, because we're we're not used to it yet. You know, I've I've literally done, like, the same thing. And, I mean, we won't get into politics on this podcast, but, I mean, it's, it's getting a little fucking crazy out there. But everybody just stay safe. You know, wear your masks, stay healthy, and listen to our new guests on our podcast. We hope you guys enjoy this new episode. Yay, see ya. So on today's episode, we have a very, very, very special guest, probably one of my favorites. I mean, sorry, guys, if you've been on, but definitely one of my favorites, Um, somebody who I hold near and dear to my heart. He's family. He's my friend. Honestly, one of the most motivational I know. And you guys are definitely going to be following him on his Instagram page after this because he just has the most motivational quotes every single day that I go on. And he's just so inspirational, even though he's younger than the both of us. Today, we welcome Dominic Mastro on the Lunchbox Chats. Welcome, how Dom. Hey, how are you guys doing? Pleasure, uh, What's up, Dom? Pleasure to be here. Yay, welcome. So happy to have you on. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I've always wanted to be on. So it's my first ever podcast, so this will be special. So for sure. Oh, yay. Oh, well, we're so happy. Oh, I'm yes. happy too. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties getting on, but nonetheless, we were all very patient, and it all worked <laughs> out. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I was going crazy. I was going crazy. Esty was going crazy because we were copying links and stuff, and uh, and it was not supported at the beginning, and now we figured it out. So we're on air. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was just here drinking my wine, like waiting for these two. <laughs> um so dom you have such a great story and i mean i wish i knew like better words than motivational and inspirational but like those are the two words that come to my mind whenever i think of you and also like enthusiastic because every time i talk to you you have just such like a great energy and it's through even like just through like text messaging. It's like I can feel your spirit and your energy. And even when I'm having like the worst day ever, I just text you or I see a text from you. And it's like I can feel your energy through it. And you just uplift me. And I feel like that's just your entire life. And that's just who you are. So I kind of just want our chatters to know a little bit about you and like your story and really like what drives you to be this amazing person that you are. So if you want to share with us. Okay. So I was born with spastic quad cerebral palsy. There's actually six different types of cerebral palsy, but spastic quad is the one I have. And instead of looking at it as a disability, I look at it as it's an ability and I want to use my, um, ability to 
spread awareness for this disability to be able to let kids know that just because you have a disability doesn't mean you can't do anything. And I was fortunate to be one of those kids where I had a choice. I can either sit and mope about it or I can actually do something about it. So I chose to do something about it and I'm doing things for kids. I'm currently working at Children's Specialized Hospital in Tom's River as a volunteer and, and giving back to kids there. So it's been one of the best experiences of my life. So I absolutely love that. Look at you. And the fact that you're, I love your choice of words too and saying how it's an disability and you're turning into ability for others like that again with Laura that's such an inspiration it's thank such you, an you. inspiration and I like how you said because life is all about choices right and it's like right. everybody every day like we have the choice to you know sit around and like do things or get up and really make something of our life and something that I get from you personally is sort of that encouragement and that reminder that hey I have a choice in my life too but um let's talk about a little about your parents right because I know you hold them like at such a high like near and dear in your heart but because they really pushed you to be where you are today um well I'm fortunate to have two of the best parents in the world uh I was told by doctors and my and my parents were told by doctors that I was supposed to be a quote unquote vegetable right and by vegetable I mean basically like a vegetable and not being able to do much of anything so my parents didn't take that as you know we're not gonna we're not just gonna sit back and we're going to let our son basically wither away but we're going to push me uh push you know me as a person and I totally thank them for that because it it basically made me who I am as a person. And my goal as a person now is to spread awareness for this disability. I'm, I'm playing sports. My parents got me into any, every sport you can possibly imagine. I did uh, soccer, softball, baseball, I even did horseback riding for a while until I broke my shoulder. Uh, oh my so, gosh. <laughs> yep. So I'm a jack of all trades. The basic sports that I didn't really do was golf and NASCAR, which I'm not really a big fan of. But um, other than that, I did every sport you can possibly imagine. So yeah, I don't blame you about the golf. I don't I can't with that sport. No, it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So um, can you tell me a little bit about what well, do you still currently play now? Um, basketball wise, I'm hoping to play in September. Um, okay. But I'm currently focusing on getting into school for recreational therapy right now. Awesome. So um, I think the biggest adjustment for me, because throughout high school, I got so used to having an aide around in school. And now realizing it is I have to get ready for the real world. And the real world is you got to do stuff on your own and you can't rely too much on people because you don't know what's going to happen. So right. You know, for me, it was just realizing that I had to make an adjustment and I had to make an adjustment for my, for my mindset. So I think um, working in Children's Specialized Hospital really gave me that perspective like, hey, I really do have a choice and I can't sit back anymore and I can't, you know, mope about it and just have fun and, and embrace who you are. So, um, OK, so can you tell us a little bit about what exactly you do at the Children's Hospital? 
Um, I currently volunteer in the long-term care unit because I currently am assisting kids and basically just making sure they understand that they have a life as well, even though they're, they are in a long-term care unit. Mm-hmm. And really just keeping them positive. I, I've done a whole bunch of different things, and it's literally been the best experience of my life. So That's amazing. Do you see yourself doing that? Like, would that be a career for you? To work in a long-term care unit as a recreational therapist? Yes. So. Oh, okay. So oh, you have your foot in the door, and there you have it. Yeah. The more so- experience you get in life is the better, so. Yeah. Oh, good. absolutely. Absolutely. That's really good. That's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So can I just say I had a vision of you as I normally get visions and like you're so well spoken and I kind of see you as this like public figure almost like going out there and like hosting seminars for thousands and thousands of people and like speaking to them on just you know, just life, you know, it's not even, you know, from the disability to the ability, it's like, you know, just really choosing your life and making it what you are. And I totally just had a vision of you doing it. So if it comes true, then I'm coming to one of your seminars and buying a t-shirt. Laura wants credit. Is what she I thanks, just want a thanks. t-shirt. I want a t-shirt <laughs> is all I'm saying. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Here you go, Laura. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, wait, that wasn't it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh my gosh. So let's talk about, so who are like your mentors? Like, do you have any like celebrity mentors or real life mentors? Like who do you look up to for your own personal inspiration? Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie. Yes. I love that. And Kyrie Irving. So, you know, it's been, basketball has been a big, big part of my life. I played in Philadelphia for a while. So now I'm just waiting to develop and you know hopefully make it big someday so that's awesome i can totally see that for you yeah laura and i are gonna come to your games of course you guys are always invited yay so what makes you love basketball more more so than like any of the other sports because i know sd she's obsessed with basketball as well it's like her number one love but i i kind of because i'm not really an athlete and i never was and i always wonder like why do people like love one game more so than any other? So what's basketball to you? Basketball to me is kind of like a way for me to kind of express myself as a person. Mm. Um, I also think that for years, because I, I've dealt with anxiety and depression, I used basketball as sort of like a safe haven for me to where I can not have to worry about people prejudging me for anything. So it's more of, for me, a safe haven. And I've religiously studied the game to the point where I've I've memorized the whole entire playbook. So, you know, it's just been a passion of mine for so long. I've, I've, you know, looked up to many players besides Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving was another big one. Um, Chris Paul is another big one for me. So just looking up to those guys and just watching them on TV, I'm like, that's going to be me one day. So I think for me, um, it's just a passion of mine. So I just love being able to teach the game and being able to um, kind of approach the game in a different way because I've also served in uh, as an assistant coach for my high school team which is a 
very, very big stepping stone for me because wow. it was it was such a, a good experience because um, I had so many, so, so, so many of the guys, the whole team was basically embracing me. And I, and that's why I love basketball so much is because it was sort of, for me, it was like, it was like a safe haven. So I think, it, I think, you know, as a person, it just helps you, you know, realize that, you, that, that, that there's different ways that you can uh, express yourself. So, yeah, I can totally relate. I, as growing up, um, into this very day I find that when you play the sport you kind of get lost in it and as soon as you like get your feet on that court nothing else matters nothing yeah exactly nothing else matters yep I could totally relate and I think the way exactly how you worded it is perfect because if you not only do you love the sport and you love the game but then you have an appreciation for your teammates who then at one come like become a family and it's just that bond between you guys that just continues 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 and it flourishes and you know some of them you know some of my really good friends are still players that I've played with for like since I was younger and some are new but you just have that bond and there's that like commonality there between everybody so I love that for you thanks thanks Essie that's great I love that you just referred to it as a safe haven so like I said I'm not an athlete but um I can totally relate to you because I've also like suffered from anxiety and depression too. And what you just said is so genius because like now that I look to it, like my safe haven is writing and I feel like I constantly go back to that and it just makes me feel so good. And and you're right. It's kind of like a way of expressing yourself like through troubled times, but then it becomes sort of like your passion. So Oh my god, that was like just so genius like what you said. It like totally struck a chord in me. I'm like, "Yes, that's exactly how I feel too." Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, Dom, how do you feel with this quarantine going on about um, you know, no basketball, no March Madness? How do you feel about it? Um, I honestly, I'm approaching this whole COVID-19 situation as a way to better myself as a person because realistically, we can't really do much and we're all confined to our homes. So to be able to be able to stay home and it gives me an opportunity to just focus on myself and not really focus on the outside world right now. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm looking at it as, okay, this is a way for me to better myself as a person because coming out of this, I know I'm going to get stronger and I know I'm going to be stronger mentally as well. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. What are some of the things that you're doing? Like what are your favorite things to do during quarantine? Um, just like you, Laura, I like to write as well. Yes, I know. So being able to just, you know, express my thoughts on a page. I think I had a uh, big passion for writing since I was a young kid. I I used to be terrible at writing, but now, thanks to my 12th grade English teacher, I uh, got really good at it. And I got really good at it to the point where I wanted to you know, write these big excerpts in a journal. So I love it. That's yeah, that's definitely my favorite thing to do too. I feel like you it's kind of like my own little basketball field. Like I go and I just let everything out on paper. I've been writing a two I've been writing two a lot in quarantine. I feel like it's very therapeutic and eating a lot. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Definitely eating. I could I could relate to that. Yeah. So you're Italian like us. So we want to know what are your favorite 
foods? Like, what's the best thing, like, your mom makes for you? Or not even your mom, like, your Nona or somebody. Or your Zia. Um, chicken cacciatore. Ooh. Wait, which one is chicken cacciatore? It's the one with, like, the chicken and the vegetables that are in it. So it's, oh like, God. with carrots and everything. So it's so good. Oh, that sounds so good. Uh, what's so your good. What's your favorite Italian food? Chicken parm. Yeah, chicken parm. Yeah, I'm 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 a sucker for chicken parm. Chicken parm is so good. I I I gotta give it. I gotta give you that, SD. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I my mom makes the best chicken parm. Um, Does she? Hands down. Yeah, she. I mean, she makes the best everything. Come on, shout out to Marie because she listens to the podcast. Um, <laughs> um but no, she, yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for chicken parm. Oh my god, so good. And mine are what about meat, you? Meatballs for sure. Oh, yeah, Josh, right on that. For sure. So anyway, so Dom, your Instagram page, I live for it. And I literally go there when I need inspiration, which is like every hour on the hour. And you have some (laughs) amazing quotes on there. So I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. But off the top of your head, do you have like a mantra or a quote that's like, you know, the best or most special to you that you know off the top of your head? I would say tough times don't last tough people do oh i love that one yes that is so that is so true and especially now during quarantine i feel like we can all attest to it and not just quarantine i feel like during any you know adversary in like our lives like you know tough times don't last and we kind of have to keep like looking towards the future yeah um i yeah so I don't know about like how you guys have been surviving quarantine, but for me, um, working out is really, really important for not many things, but especially for my mental health. And um, so being limited, as, as we all know, gyms are closed and everything. Are you, are you working out at home? Like, is there something in particular that you enjoy? Doing? Yes, I have uh, equipment at home and I, u- and I use the uh, treadmill as well as go on the elliptical. So being able to just adapt and really people don't realize you can work out anywhere besides the fact that with the equipment and you can also work out without equipment. And it's just about adapting and really understanding what's around you um, and just really embracing the whole COVID-19 thing. Because obviously we don't like it, but obviously we can't change much either. So I continue to approach it as, okay, I'm going to get stronger as a person and I'm going to get stronger as a person to where I can come out of this uh, a much better person for me. So So you've literally been on the truck. Yes. So. Good wow. For Good for yeah. I wish I had a treadmill. I wish I had an elliptical. I'm, I literally, I'm being honest. So here's, here's what's happening. So I've limited myself to, um, well, no, I obviously all over social media, everyone's complaining and how we're uh, gaining all this weight and emotional eating. I am a victim of that. Um, so then I'm trying to keep myself occupied being active. And I've like screenshotted some, uh, I guess, nutritional accounts and some personal trainer stuff and trying to do that stuff at home or whatever. But there's something about actually going to the gym and doing it at home. Like I was talking to Laura about this and I don't know if it's the fact that you get in your car and you go or the fact that you're there, you feel accomplished and you, you know, move on with your day. But like sometimes being stuck at home, 
and you don't have that motivation. So kudos to you for being able to do that every single day. I seriously look up to you for that because I see I cannot motivate myself to even do like 10 squats. It's, it's pretty. <laughs> you sad. should check out my Instagram a little bit more. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, 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 Laura tells me all the time and about your quotes and stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? I, so I'm not one to write stuff, whatever, but I do enjoy a good quote. So after this, I'm thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Esty, can I just commend you for a minute? Because you are such a warrior and to be, to be able to go public about, I've, I listened to your episode on the episode where you basically went public about having brain surgery and I just want to be honest with you I was literally almost in tears so oh thank you oh, thank you that's so, so sweet to, for you to be able to go public about that because not many people have the guts to do that first of all and second of all you can't you've come out of this as a, as a stronger person and I just commend you for that as well so Oh, well, thank you. That's so, so sweet. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Um, yeah, you're right. I It was something I, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about at first, but, you know, we're being authentic in our true selves here, and it was part of my platform, and Laura was nice enough to agree with me to do that. So, uh, you know, it's everything's out in the open over here on the Lunchbox chat, so thank you. And I, I also want to um, – say to all our chatters out there that Dom has been listening to our podcast since day one he's probably our number one fan and I absolutely uh, like adore him for that that's loyalty people and I really really do appreciate you Dom, of course you don't have to thank me <laughs> oh you're the best I love I love the both of you I just want to commend the both of us since we're giving like acknowledgments um you <laughs> I mean you both are like you both have like rummage through like obstacles in your life and you both come out on top and literally like the two of you I feel like I speak to you two more than anybody that I speak to and you give me motivation and it's just like wow so thank you guys you're the best yeah yeah we continue to try and I just want to let people know that it's okay to be open and vulnerable because a lot of people don't have the guts to be open and vulnerable but they have to realize that you know, being open and vulnerable, I think, heals the soul. And it just makes it a lot easier to know that you have support around you. So I think it's uh, a very important thing for me. Yeah, that you said that perfectly. And I also also think that it doesn't define us either. You know, um, mm. it doesn't, you know, it's not, yes, we, we're, we're going through it or whatever. But that, that's something that we can overcome or try to overcome. And we continue to work on that every single day. Yeah. And um, I just want to say, having cerebral palsy, I had to realize over the years, Esty, that, you know, I let my depression and my anxiety get the best of me for so, so, so long that mm-hmm. I had to realize that when people, when people look in the dictionary and they look up my name, Dominic Mastro, they're not going to see Dominic Mastro with cerebral palsy. They're just going to see Dominic Mastro, the normal person. So I think... Yes. Mm-hmm that as well i think people need to realize that just because you're going through something it molds you into a better person and it makes you stronger on the inside so yeah but it kind of like from like what i'm hearing like from the both of you like it doesn't it defines you but it doesn't it's not your identity you know it's sort of like it's sort of part of you but it's not who you are yeah, it's not. Yeah, it, it, it's the last thing that people are going to look at. So it's it's not it's not 
it's not what you make of it. It's how you respond to a situation that I think is going to mold us as human beings. And I think all of us have to understand that. And I know it takes longer for some people to understand that, but I think uh, for people, I think it's important for them to just be comfortable in their own skin. So. Totally. Let's, so let's talk about vulnerability for like a second. So were you always this? Cause I know you had, you said something about your um, 12th grade English teacher who really got you into writing, but were you always this open and vocal about just like your life journey or is this just sort of like a recent thing when you know you finally figured out your life purpose I was always like that Laura because you you have to look at it you have to look at it like this I come from an an environment where people talk about anything and everything because I've done physical therapy for so many years so yeah I think it being open it comes easy for me because I'm so used to talking about it. And I'm so used to giving advice to people. So I think it, it's all a mental thing, you know? Totally. And it's so refreshing when people are really vulnerable. Cause I feel like, I feel like we just need more of that in the world. Like people showing up and just being themselves and, you know, good day, bad day, like however you are just showing up and sharing yourself. Cause I find that, you know, we are vulnerable people and it's almost like we need to like drop these masks that we're wearing and just be able to be with others and be able to receive others as well. It's like you have a face covering on yourself and for years that's how I was. And I just had to realize that, you know, being open, being open came naturally to me, but being able to just share my story, it's just, I'm so blessed to be able to do that. So. If you don't mind me asking, Dom, because that's where we are so different on that level. So in the very beginning, I I guess not that I was embarrassed of what happened to me. I think I just I just shut down and um, I don't really enjoy talking about myself on many, many different levels. Um, I just find like I'm, I'm more of a private person. So doing this podcast has changed my outlook on a lot, a lot of things. And so for me, I realized after my surgery that it was okay to open up about it because I, I felt the more I talked about it, the more I was able to overcome it and accept it and realize that, you know, this I'm not the only person going through this. There's so many other people in the world doing going through it. And, that uh, you know, the easier I accept it, the more I, I talk about it and process it. I think that this this whole emotion that I would, because I was so emotional about it, that it would help me get through it more. So with you, it seems like you were always open about Yes, it. I've always Is been open. Right? And, I'm, and, and I'm always one of those people that want to share my story, because if I can touch one person's life, then that's a win for me. So I think it's just, yeah. you know, it's very easy for me to just be open, because being able to share my story and being able to rel- relate to these kids. And, that, and that's why I gravitated towards recreational therapy as, as a major, because I can be in that hospital and say to the kids, like, I've been in your situation. I know how it is to fail. I know how it is to feel depressed. I know how it is to have anxiety because I have, I've had anxiety for years. And I, for years, I didn't really know how to manage it because I was, I basically lost control of myself because I realized that for so many years, I've basically wasted time. Uh, And even now, 
my and this is why I commend my parents so much because they're without them I wouldn't be who I am and without them I wouldn't be where I am right now. So I think my parents just understand that you know just because he does, it's not it, it's not all of you. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What? So what do you? I don't know. I mean, this is a personal question. You don't have to answer it. Like from time to time, I can tell you like me, I get anxiety from time to time. Or when you did have anxiety, what were some of the tools that you sort of used to maybe shift the mindset or, you know, just to sort of get back in the moment? Because I feel like with anxiety, it's like your mind is racing to another future self or future thoughts. Like what tools did you use to like sort of bring you back in the moment and help you out with that if if you have um I would say music most most definitely um when I got when I get stressed and everything I usually bump a song on and I you know use it to kind of pump myself up because I really like music that can pump myself up and I and I'm a huge fan of electronic dance music as well so I kind of use that as you know kind of like an energy lifter you know what I'm saying Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, um. So you you've said you had the depression, anxiety, um, for quite some time. Was that correlated with with that, or was that something that was correlated with the cerebral had? palsy? So yeah, with the okay. cerebral palsy yeah. became uh, came my mental health issues as well. So yeah, same with me. I, my my um anxiety developed. After yeah, because you really don't know like. And I want people to understand this is you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And for years, I had that mindset Mm -hmm. of, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Like, and I had so much like regret towards the way I approached it when I was younger, because I was basically letting my, my, myself rot in a hole, basically, because it was more of a mental thing for me and I and I knew I had to approach things differently and I and I just continue to try to uplift myself up and I gotta say listening to this show has kind of been as well and you guys have done a really really good job of hosting this show and um, listening to this show has really been a huge thing for me to help get my mind off of everything and you guys sound like professional radio hosts so I gotta I gotta get I gotta give you guys that oh thank thank you you. I'm blushing over here (laughs) yeah I have a big smile on my face thank Thank you you thank you really you you sound like a professional radio host you're like so well spoken can you tell I don't you don't have to share this but can you or you can share this how old like tell everybody how old 20 He's 20 years old. Like, you're, I mean, I can't. You're, like, one of the most well-spoken people I've ever heard in my entire life. I can't. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and the sound quality on your end is so much better than me and Laura have done in the how many episodes of podcasting we've done. So, yeah, you're That's really, thanks. really good at Tom's this. like my Buddha. That's... He's like my... Yeah, no, we're That's definitely having you back on That's headphones, sure. so I think, yep. <laughs> I love it. So, Dom, at the end of every Lunchbox Chats podcast, we do a gratitude section. So let us and our chatters know, what are you thankful for this week? 
my parents. I got to give it to my parents because they've been the absolute best support system I've ever had. And I had to realize for years that, you know, they do this for a reason. They push me to be the best person I can be for a reason. So I got to give it to my parents. I got to commend my mom because she's also been getting in shape as well. She's lost 21 pounds. So, you know, so uh, I got to give my, I got to give it to my parents, my parents, 1000%. So. I love that. That's awesome. And here I am gaining 21 pounds. I love it. Good for (laughs) love it. Um, So this week I am grateful for frozen Coke from Burger King. Yes, I know. Again, part of my emotional eating. So (laughs) um, I have reached a breaking point this week with this whole quarantine. And I don't know what in God's name possessed me to flashback all the way back to high school. So I'm going to give a shout out to one of my friends from high school who we used to go to almost every other day after school and go to Burger King and get, um, because she listens to the podcast, um, and go get this frozen Coke. So I've been wanting to go and I finally went. And let me tell you something, you guys. It really is the little things in life that um, make me happy. And I'm telling you, it changed my entire mood. I was a much, much better person after that. And yeah, and that's what I'm grateful for. Is it like a Slurpee? Yeah, it's I. Yeah, so I and you know me. I don't. Yeah. So I don't know what in God. I just I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm just like you know what? What the hell? Um. So yeah, it's like a it's like a slurpy slushy type of deal. It literally tastes like (sighs) soda, and they have it there. This is not an ad. We are not getting advertised or paid for this or sponsored. However, if you want to come at us at our email. Um, but yeah, so try it. It's actually really So you good, just you go and you're like, can I get a frozen Coke? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, I'm going to go. That sounds, <laughs> In the that sounds so course. bad for you. And yet it's like, I need it. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I know it was terrible. But again, it made me happy with a little thing. Obviously, it's through the drive-thru because of everything going on. But And, you know, shout out to the gentleman who... Um, took my order super nice and you know these are the times that we need to be nice and have every with everything going on so i appreciate very true dom what is your favorite drink total tangent time uh orange soda i gotta i gotta give it to the soda but i'm a huge orange oh like a fanta or any orange soda i will drink it i'll be honest with you i love orange soda what other brand there's of Fanta, orange there's, soda is there? Yeah, there's Crush. Sunkiss. Well. Sun Crush. Yep. Crush. Oh, sorry. Oh, Sunkiss. Yeah, and Crush. I forgot. I always, um, I don't know, I don't drink soda, but I just always saw, like, commercials for Fanta. You know what's weird? Every time I eat um, fast food, I either go for an orange soda or a Coca-Cola. So I'm going to have to get a yeah, frozen but, Coke yeah. and an orange soda next time I go and get my 20-piece chicken nugget. You've never had a frozen no, Coke? I didn't even know it existed. That's like my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Sorry, Dom. We go yeah. on tangents all the time, as you know. Anyway, Laura, what's your uh, gratitude? So this week, you? I'm thankful. And Dom knows this person because we share her in common. So me and Dom actually share family. Uh, two cousins specifically. And this week I'm grateful for my cousin, Rosemary, who is a frontline worker. She is a physician's assistant. She works for the ER. And 
this girl, we're going to get her on our podcast, but let me tell you, not only, like, she's my hero every day, but especially during quarantine, she's been showing up, going to work, taking care of people, and on top of that, like, she's made grocery runs for our family, she checks up on everybody every day, she's literally the human with the biggest heart that I know, she's so thoughtful, she's so kind, And I hope she's listening. And if she is, Ro, I love you. And I thank you for who you are. And I can't wait to have a drink with you after this is all over. So I am grateful for Rosemary this week. Yes. Hey, Ro. Hey, Ro. Dom, tell our listeners where they can find you and follow you. you. Pimp yourself out. You can follow me on Instagram at Dominic underscore Mastro. And you can also follow my Facebook page as well, just Dominic Mastro, if you guys search it. So if you want to send me a message, if you guys got questions, feel free to DM me. I am an open book, as I like to say. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm basically an open book. So if you guys want to connect with me, feel free to. So. Yes, and we will link all of your tags under this podcast. And we thank you so much for coming on. You definitely have to come on again. Oh, this has been the most humbling experience ever, honestly. Um, And I just want to commend you both before we go off of there. And Laura, I just want you to understand how impactful you've been as well, because at the time you came in as, as part of my support system, I was basically at the peak of my depression, I would say. And for you to be so, in the, the way you say words, it just resonates with me and it just makes me uplift myself and realize that I'm really not alone in this. You know, I, I have so much support and so much, so much love from so many people. And I just want Esty to understand too, and your sister Gabby, Asking you to be your maid of yeah. on, the maid of honor at your we- at her wedding, I was literally you know mm-hmm. so happy for you because you deserve just as much as Laura does and and Tom, oh, we you. love you. I'm yeah, I'm seriously getting carried out of you. And so Gabby, sweet. I just want to I just want to say a huge congratulations to you. I Laura, I know you do have a wedding coming up as well, and I just want to say all good blessings to you and all good blessings to you and your family as well. Thank you, and you're coming oh, to the wedding, so, so get your hell yeah, yeah. we're gonna party lunchbox style. Oh yeah, and you're gonna be oh, and like as you know, Laura gave me permission to go live on our lunchbox. Uh, oh yeah, of course. So you'll be on it. <laughs> All right, guys. So every week you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. Um, head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Shots. Follow us, DM us, check out our stories. And now, oh my God. We also have a Facebook page, which is called the Lunchbox Chat. So go over to there, um, like that, check out our stories. And yeah, again, Dom, thank you so much for coming on. We'll definitely have you on again. You are amazing. I, I am, what an inspiration. And thank you for the kind words. And seriously, so thoughtful, so meaningful, so sweet. I can't even say enough Of course, about of course. So Anytime much. you guys want me on, just hit me up. I'll be, I'll be more than happy to be on the show again because this show has been such a such a big part of my part of my life now i listen to you guys every monday i never miss one episode and i will always be able to listen to you guys and i will never miss an episode i will 
say it on this podcast right now. I will never miss an episode because I love you guys so much. And to be able to to be able to just be on here is just a dream come true. So Well, it is definitely an honor for us, Dom. And thank you again. And thank you to all our chatters. Until next time. Bye. Bye, everybody.